Welcome 2209. Today is October 26th. I'm David Weiss, and I'm sitting here with Angie Benetta, J.L. Belton, Paula Friedrich, and John Johnson. How's everybody doing? It's been a crazy month. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's almost trick-or-treat. You know, Halloween. October's almost over. Trick or treats this weekend. It is. It is eleven to two at the hall. If you haven't signed up your ghost or goblin, please call the hall. If you want to do a trunk, go ahead. Call the hall. It's never too late. Never too late. And if you don't call and you still want to come, go ahead. There's my education plug. Don't forget about the Halloween party. Kind of wanted to get Paula and John in today because they are on the community service committee. Which I mean, you guys have been so busy. You guys super have been, busy. yeah, super busy. And then you guys have a whole set of different things that you guys will be doing because of the holidays. Let's just go ahead. Paula, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you work at, what's your role? <laughs> so I work chassis motor two. I'm day shift. I've been over there for like 11 years. Um, it's like my home. I, I could leave, but don't want to. So. So you like it over there? I do. <laughs> I do like it there. I like my job. I, I like the you. people I work with. So. That's how I feel too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever leave chassis one. Yeah. Nobody ever leaves chassis. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets out alive. Is that what you're saying? It's the glove balls. <clears throat> Yeah, the glove balls are pretty fun. Yeah. Is this your first plant? Yeah, it is. It is? Yeah. What did you do before you came here? What didn't I do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I worked uh, several jobs. The reason I actually ended up at the plants because my dad was a transfer. I'm third generation. Um, my dad uh, came from the Anderson plant, Fisher Guide. Okay. And when he got here, he had seven years left. And so I just kind of ended up getting into the plant through my father okay. so are you from anderson i'm from muncie originally i'm from muncie also yeah, i still born live there. and raised in muncie um but i've been up here since um 1998 that's when my dad um had to transfer so i just started at the plant but i, I had several you know several jobs since then but my biggest job before i came here was i probably um, i worked at a law firm for quite a while um but I, I like the factory better, being in cubicles with a bunch of women. <laughs> yes. It gets old quick. <laughs> now, which place spread rumors faster? Oh, definitely this place. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And th so this is your first union place that you've worked, but you're third generation. So you kind of had some background and, you know, how did you first become active in the union? Actually, it's kind of funny. Um, when I started as a temp, one of my, I started in trim one and I worked closely with Amanda Myers. Okay. Um, and so you already know the story from there. So she okay. was actually one of my biggest, you know, uh, influences in order to get me involved in the union. And so that's really how she's very passionate about it. Too. And um, yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, saying Amanda Myers, that tells it all. <laughs> yeah. so. That about sums it up. Mm -hmm. And you're currently the chair of community, of community service. service. Mm -hmm. How long have you been active with community service? Um, I started with community service in 2012. I started right after. Um, I was a temp, one of the four-year temps. So I started um, Fort, 
Fort Wayne plant in 2008 and I was a temp for four years, got hired in 2012 and as soon as I got hired I started on a committee. But you don't have to be hired to be on no, a committee. No, you did it. Um, but uh, I mean, I, I volunteered with you know stuff, but I actually got into it into it um, in 2012. Okay, excellent. And John, how about you? Um, I am third shift material. I'm trying to think. I was like, I just I just moved <laughs> back to material. I've been in material on and off for the past six years. I'm a 2013 hire. This is this is my first plant. I actually, uh, my neighbor at the time had just transferred here from Maryland, and I was building houses before I came here. And it was, you know, I'd there'd be weeks I'd work twenty hours, and he'd be working on his house. So I'd go over and help him, and he was just like, "Hey, I got a referral." So I filled out, and that was I think I was like probably one of the last ones that came in on referral. I got, then, I, yeah, we yeah. came in. Yeah, I think they got rid of it right after. Yeah, because I know it wasn't real yeah. long after. It what, was 2017? 15. Uh, 2015? 14, 15. 16, actually. I came in at 15 on the referral program, and I think mm-hmm. it was done. It was done, was it? yeah. 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 Right. You said you came from materials off and on for the last six years? Yeah. You? Yeah, I hired in 2013. I think I went into material in probably 2015. Did the launch team. Well, I, I actually did the launch team as a temp. Okay. And then got hired in the middle of launch. Okay. And then finished that out, went back to the line, and then thought, well, I'm going to go try material. And that's all I've really ever done before. I've drove forklift for probably 25 years uh-huh. on and off different places. So. Is this your first union plant? No, union I actually. job, I should say. Um, I worked for... Um, sheet metal union majestics which is no longer we built fireplaces and stuff like that and i mean it was short-lived it was nothing near this a lot more involved yeah yeah definitely so when did you first become more active in union probably in the last eh, probably two years community service i joined i think right before all the covid stuff hit last year and then I'm all, and I do the election committee too. I've been on it okay. for two years, I think. Okay, I'm on the election committee too. Yeah, <laughs> you two just stick together wherever you go. Didn't even realize it. John's been a blessing though. Um, I got him two years ago um, on our committee, and I'll tell you what, he's definitely one of my go-to guys because I mean he never lets me down. I mean. I love him today. I'm a jack of all trades, and I own all kinds. And of not only tools. does he he come to everything, participate in everything. He also has uh, two great young sons, and he brings them, and they have a great attitude, and they jump in and help. It's it's really cool. That is actually one of the things. Like I previously asked him to because I've seen pictures that you guys have posted from a lot of the services that you've guys done over the time, and I'm like, John's in all the pictures. He's always got his kids, too. So, like, even, you know, if you're divorced or you have your kids, I mean, it's something you can bring your kids to, give and take age and and maybe what's going on as far as, like, just safety type things. But, I mean, getting your kids involved with it. Yeah, I think, like, all our park cleanups and stuff, you know, they're usually at all those. My son Uh, is also. How old are your sons? uh, Nine and 15. 
And yours is? My son is 19, and he's very involved as well. So he kind of knows, like, I keep him on call. So, like, if something comes up and someone can't come, he's always, he's he's my filler. He knows that. (laughs) So, but he comes all the time um, just because he likes to. Can you guys tell, like, like, has anything changed with your children since doing these different things? Like, you know, going out and helping the their, ad, their attitude towards helping people uh my boy and i'm always i've always been you know i mean if we're out driving and someone's broke down like you know i'm that guy i always stop and you know they're always like why are you doing that i said because if that was me you know i'd want someone to stop and be like hey you know i said sometimes they don't need help but you know i said i like to stop and see you know i've always you know i've always got jumper cables or a toe strap you know something and you know that's why i try teaching them like you know, sometimes you just got to be like, hey, do you need help? You know, instead of waiting for someone to ask you or something like that. So right. that's a that's a good trait to pass along. I think you're setting a good example. Well, and expe- I mean, especially now, because I mean, there's, you know, I've seen people, you know, broke down the side of the road and you'll see 500 people like you'll see a lot of people yeah. like turn their head, like yeah. act like they didn't even see it. Like and I feel bad, you know, as a woman, like I don't tend to stop if I'm by myself, but I'm like, dang it. Do I know somebody that's like, can stop and see if they're okay? There was a guy earlier that didn't have his trailer lights on. He was pulled over on the side of the road. I'm like, it's still dark and it's kind of sketchy. It's on a weird road. Dang it. I'm keep on going. Per our constitution, article 44, we have 10 standing committees and they're all outlined in the constitution. Feel free to download that, look that up if you would like. But community service was one of the first standing committees in 1936 was community service, education, union label, and constitution and bylaws. So if that doesn't say how important community service is, and I think we've all kind of, unless you just came in after the strike, we've all been on strike, and we all knew how much the community helped us out during our strike. So community service... You know, we're always active. We're out there. It's important for our community to know we live here. We're providing services, not because we have to, but because we want to, um, because our community is so important. And I kind of want you to, like, some of the past things that you've guys done, you've done, you mentioned park cleanups, and you guys do food. Yeah, we do the community. Like, right now, we're doing the Community Harvest Food Bank, so we go... Was it one Wednesday a month? Mm-hmm. Um, senior day. Yeah, they do senior day. So okay. we, you know, they line up, you know, they got all, you know, we go through and pick, you know, all their food for them, load it up for them. So they just got to nice. drive through and get their food. It's mm-hmm. awesome. It's very mm-hmm. cool. And it's, I think they, I don't remember what they were saying the last, I think they average on a Wednesday. It's like, like 200, 200 people that come through. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. You, she touched on strike uh, a couple seconds ago. I wanted to touch on, just revisit that for a quick second, if you don't mind. Can you tell us, I know you guys were involved during strike more than just being out with us on the picket line. Can you tell us some of the, what you were doing? Were you driving vans? Were you just transporting people? What all were you guys, what was your role during the strike back in at the end of 2019? Um <laughs> We, I think our biggest role was just to be adaptable. I mean, wherever we were needed, whatever they, I mean, wherever we could 
fit in, we did. I know personally, we had a community service table set up. That's when we used some of our resources as far as like United Way, 211. Um, We had hardship letters where we would try to help people with their um, getting their utility bills paid Mm -hmm. um, for variances like on rent. And um, we tried to show, you know, that their um, incomes were greatly depleted um, and try to work with people. I used uh, the tools from 211 and helped get people's, you know, bills paid. I also worked in the kitchen. Um, I had uh, every Monday I was in the kitchen to help at the hall. I did uh, the insurance, get everyone um, signed up for insurance, especially when um, General Motors had been shady and pulled our insurance prematurely. So we had to get everyone switched over in the matter of like four days. So we worked around the clock. So I helped with that. I helped uh, every day I did checks um, to make sure people got paid. I helped. I was strike captain, um, so I did that as well. I mean, just any and everything. We helped when uh, Kelly Chevrolet came out and gave us all the packs, care packages for our temporary employees. Um, we also manned that table to make sure that all the temps got a package. So basically anything they told me to do, I was like, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, you, so you were like a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> I, saying, I think that was, that was just right before I think I joined the committee. Yeah. But I think I think out of strike, I think I was here like 39 days. Yeah. And I mean, we nice. moved a lot of firewood, drove say. a lot of yeah. vans. Yeah, yeah. Anything. Oh, we also ran uh, the clothing drive. One of the girls came and and uh, I think it was Rochelle Neely, and she came up with the idea that maybe we could do a clothing drive and everyone just kind of swap out, you know, because it was the seasons were changing. Yep. And you could bring stuff that your kids had outgrown, and then it just turned into like something out of this world. <laughs> we had car yeah. seats and adult clothes and children's clothes. It was really cool. Diapers, and people, all kinds diapers, of stuff. We dog got food. I mean, it. Cutting hair. Yeah, and, we had yeah. barbers. I mean, people donating their time. So it was really, it was a beautiful moment to see everyone come together. Cool. It was very moving. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree. And I appreciate all your guys' help. I know I was out there. I did a lot more outside stuff because. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of nights. We just came in, me and my girlfriend. That's, you know, even because we were both strike captains, but. We work third shift, so it's not like we had anything to do. We'd mm-hmm. come out, and there'd be times we'd just walk all six gates, just visit. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, there was a lot support. of nights we brought yeah. hot chocolate, big things of hot chocolate, and just, I think we cooked on the barrels a couple nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I want to also say, I, and I was saying I, 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 but it, I meant community yeah. service. It wasn't just me. I it was implied. We totally Yeah, yeah. There. I we just want to put that out there. Like, it was, I had a great committee. I was on a great committee. I was not chair. I was co-chair at the time. Um, so, like, our committee did a lot of great things. So I just wanted to put that out there. I wasn't saying I, I, I. <laughs> no, like, no one I thinks hope, you're a narcissist. Okay, you're okay. You're good. <laughs> and I do hope we don't have to ever, or not, I won't say ever, you know, mm-hmm. we'll have to endure doing things like that soon. But there is a lot of, a lot of work that people don't understand how much work went into the strike and who's involved and why these committees are so important. And during strike, it was, 
people, if you weren't here every day, you didn't know what each person's role was or what committee they were on, why they were there. Maybe you didn't know they were there every day. So I'm glad you asked that question. I just thought that stuff magically got done. <laughs> well, it is. These are the magicians. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. These are the ones who make everything happen. So we appreciate all your sacrifice, everything you do. And we also, um, community service also, we started a food bank here at the hall um, months before the strike, just in case. And so that was one of our big roles, too, is try to make sure that we had some food um, stocked up. But once we got it started, it I mean, not only were our membership was awesome. They I mean, we thought about food, but everyone was like, what about diapers? What about, mm. you know, right. deodorant and shampoo? And we're like, heck, yeah, we need all that. What about the pets, you know, mm -hmm. dogs? And so, I mean, our idea just got the ball rolling, but everyone was more than generous and it became oh, yeah. like absolutely amazing. So I have to agree. So we've talked about a couple of things. So like if I want to join the community service committee, what kind of things do you guys have going on? in the future or what should i be prepared for heavy lifting <laughs> i mean our uh, committee is basically just helping the community it is what it is um we have uh some jobs where it's we go out and we might pass out pamphlets for awareness to help get the words out the word out about different activities going on but we have jobs where we work for the parks department and they need volunteers to spread uh, 134 yards of mulch. That was, that was, that was um, a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> so, like 134 uh, yards of mulch by hand. Yeah, that was a rough day. I was on an <laughs> ice pack for about two days. So we, anything that, a lot of times people reach out to us and ask us for help. So we do, I mean, all kind of things and um, right now with the holidays coming up um, we're going to be at Fort Wayne Rescue Mission um, we'll be helping prepare uh, Thanksgiving dinner getting food ready um, there we're going to do Christmas dinner there our committee has adopted uh, 10 families um, that we need everyone's help with um, actually I've already gotten seven of them um, are already adopted we do one out of our pockets community service committee we we uh, all chip together and do a family. Then we do one out of our funds. Um, so we take two out of the 10. And okay. um, a lot of times the other chairs are very kind and they step up and, and take families too. I know. So right Education now I have three that yeah. we need to spread the word that I need adopted. But out of the three 10 families. Yeah. So if you guys fill in generous please contact Erica at the hall. I have three families open. So if you that, adopt a family... What it, okay, let, let's just break it down because maybe no one's ever adopted it, but they want to take the initiative for their area maybe or, you know, something like that. Yeah, we already had a, a team that did that. So what I did this year, um, normally I get um, a few big, I usually get more families than 10. But with the chip shortage going on in the plant, we're not working the overtime. Um, we didn't know if we're going to be working a week or off a week. So I went smaller. So I only adopted 10 small families. So I felt like it would be easier um, to get people to help. Um, so when you do that, they give you a list. 
Um, for the children, it's usually a few toys. Um, we usually get um, every kid a coat, an outfit, um, and a pair of like usually like winter boots. And then we get um, paper towels, toilet paper, um, and then we give them a $50 gift card to go get like a Christmas groceries Kroger okay. card. Okay. You said um, you only adopted 10. How many, on average, you went small this year. You yeah, said. that was small. How, mm -hmm. how many families do you typically adopt? Um, it just depends. See, it's hard to say before. I, I know at our best, we could do like 25 families. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. But last year, I did 15, and it was hard as well because of COVID. Because mm -hmm. um, we were on off. Um, people were scared to go shopping. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I had you know, larger families, it, it might have been up to six. So uh, I had a hard time last year with COVID. So I with the <clears throat> I was thinking, okay, next year we'll go bigger. But this year it's the chip. So and I, supply shortage is just in the store in general. Absolutely. Too, so absolutely. So I did making it small. hard to just find certain things. Yeah. So, and that's kind of why I was like, let's bring that up. Because I know that there are in the past that's what would happen like committees would pick people up and then certain offices and then certain areas and i know things have changed and i know on my base questions i said how has covid impacted blah 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 and everybody's like do we gotta keep talking about it well it's a real thing it's really still affecting how we can help and how our community service gets to help and how we can be involved too with certain aspects in life. So it's still something that, and hopefully next year, we can go a little bit bigger, right? Well, I just wanna give also props to uh, my committee because last year we didn't slow down at all. I mean, even with COVID being as, as rampant as it was, we masked up and we got out there and we still did all the things that we wanted to. And I just wanna say I'm proud of everyone that was able to get out there and I talked to Holly about it and she's like, you know, your community service, if anyone needs to be out there, it's us, you know, mm -hmm. like we got to step up. And I was like, okay. So most places were like surprised that we still wanted to do stuff, even though, you know, COVID was, you know, a big deal. But we got up there, you know, we, we played it safe. We, we wore our masks, we washed mm -hmm. our hands, we sanitized, we kept our distance, but we still got out there. And mm -hmm. so I thought it was great that, you know, everyone stepped up and, and still did what we need to do. It was great. Agreed. So we didn't cancel. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that got canceled was what someone else canceled. We didn't cancel any of our projects on our behalf. I think anybody listening to this right now is pretty much inspired and jumping up and they're ready to get out there and do their part. What would you tell somebody who says they're interested in joining the uh, community service committee at this time? Um, I would say we always love um, to have people, um, and I mean, I would say if you want to join, join, and and just know that like sometimes our jobs are are easy, sometimes our jobs are are physical, um, but it all comes you know from our hearts. So I mean, if you come, come with an open mind, come with a you know a strong back sometimes, mm -hmm. and you know. When I spirit. walk away, like I generally feel good about what I've done, and if that's the yeah, kind of yeah, we yeah, we I yeah, mean, like we, I we tear up sometimes. We, we you know we have a good time. You know we get a lot of stuff done. Yeah, and we get and we get a lot of praise from a lot of people. Like I think our biggest project so far this year was the Don Halls. Oh yeah, three days. Mm -hmm. I mean, we cleaned we cleaned the entire hotel out in three days. Wow. 
162 beds. Wow. Basement. I mean. Two dumpsters of trash. Yeah. Yeah, we did a lot. And they were like. Is that another ice pack day? Yeah. Like, I slept on my couch for two days because I didn't want to look at my mattress. (laughs) We definitely worked harder there than we did building trucks. Was the hotel two stories? Yes. Yes. Did you you throw the mattresses over? Like, we had a system. Like, we had guys that would run them from the rooms down to the end. Uh People stood at the railings, passed them over the railings. You grab them. You had two more guys that were taking them down to wherever they had to be staged at. It was, they were, we, well, and, and we moved them three times actually because we thought we had them all donated. Mm-hmm. We staged them all in one spot. Like, I even went and rented two U hauls out of my own pocket nice. to get it. You know, I was like, oh, you know, we'll get, we'll get everything moved in one shot. Mm-hmm. Went and got U hauls and it fell through. And then they ended up giving them all the way to the community. That was going to be my next question. Did you guys donate them to the community, but you just. Yeah, they put a, wow. it was for the YWCA. Yeah. Yeah. So they put out a big post, you know, anybody in the community needing, you know, a new bed and stuff like that. Also, and, the employees, the former employees of Halls got the first pick. Yeah. Um, and it, it was kind of a sad situation because yeah. they just. It was one of those sad stories where they came to work and it was just done. Yeah. The doors were closed. I do remember. So that. when we There's came no in way. there and they wanted all the stuff cleaned out, like people had pictures of employees had pictures of their kids, their personal Aww. fans. They obviously were not able to get back in. I'm like, you want us to just throw their stuff away? And they said, yeah, throw it away. And it, it, it was sad because you that, could tell that yeah, they were moved sad, abruptly. But... They didn't even pack up. Their belongings. Wow. Yeah, it was, yeah, I mean, and it, you could tell, like, you walked in and it was just like, like, they just closed the door. Like, and nothing was touched, moved, anything. Wow. It was just like, it just stopped. Stuff, food cooking on the stove. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, it was, wow. Yeah, it was, no. So, basically, if you, for anybody listening who wants to join the community service committee, bring a, a generous spirit and a strong back. Is that. <laughs> Is that yeah. the consensus there? Possibly okay. some Kleenexes. Yeah. Yeah, summer, summertime's a little more physical, but... Gotcha. And if you don't know how to join a standing committee or if you're interested in joining any other standing committee, we have applications that are down here at the hall. They're sitting on, right in front of Erica. And just fill that out and give it to her. If you need an application, I can bring you one. Um, you can just put it in the comments section when we post this. I'll bring it to you, and then you can just drop it off in the hall in a little drop box on your way to or from. Anybody that carpools that is interested, I'll help out with that, too. So just a little info on how to join a standing committee. Do you guys have any other events upcoming that we need to know about? So So this Saturday, we do have a card, a trunk or treat for um, the help out standing committee. We're going to be at St. Mary's Soup Kitchen on December 11th. We're going to be at Community Community Harvest Food Bank doing the Senior Packs on November 17th and December 15th. We'll be at Miss Virginia's house on November 11th. The 11th. I have so many days. Sorry, you got, you got a lot I of see stuff. you got a list there for people yeah. who can't see her um, list. But. And Miss Virginia's house, um, we started that last year. And they um, we do it at St. Mary's uh, Soup Kitchen. They use the church. Um, Miss Virginia's house, uh, they prepare dinners, like a pack 
it's a box with all kind of dinners that you would use for Thanksgiving. Okay. And they also give people a choice of a ham or a turkey. Okay. So a lot of the people that come up there might be elderly or disabled. Um, so what we do is we grab their care package and we grab their ham or their turkey and we take it to their car for them. Okay. And so we help with like security because they have um, some people that, I hate to say this, but they still things, I guess, in the past from the church because, yeah. you know, I don't know why that happens, but we like run security. Um, we make sure that the line's going smooth. Um, we carry out, we help package the boxes for them. So we just kind of go down there and do it where bodies, whatever they want and help them gotcha. out every year oh. and then i more. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and for everybody listening she's got a dictionary over there of papers <laughs> do you guys sleep so, at all we, or do you just this is why i've, heard I've of, been I've, wanting I've heard about yeah. sleep uh. i've been wanting them to get on this podcast for so long and i figured you know during the holiday season would probably be the best time and because they're always busy you like, guys are always busy at the end like, of the year right they're busy all year. I, all year. My goal is to have a project every month. Every month. Okay. That's that's my goal. Keep the um, keep the members active. Yeah, and I just think you know, like there's there's all kind of things that I probably turned down maybe ten projects honestly, and I feel bad, but there's only so, so much. much time. Yeah, we can do. Can I ask how many members of the community service committee? How many members do you guys have? It fluctuates. Um, uh, but I mean, you probably scare current, people off. Currently, yeah, so I, was, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, currently, I believe it's 21. 21, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we also, like, I do have people that like to help with the community. And I've actually, I try to pick projects where everyone can do something. Okay. So, like, for instance, we did... Um, I had Amber Armstrong, who's my co-chair. Um, she helped out, and I can't think of the name of it, to be quite honest right now. It's a program that helps, like, troubled teens. It's called Out of a Jam. And this lady started um, making her own jam, and then she lets, like, teens come and work there and then she uses so much for profit and so much for charity so they got to go the people that don't really like the physical labor or unable to do it Mm -hmm. um so i had her take a crew to out of a jam and they loved it so they helped work with the the teens and helped make the jam and learned about their cause and then i took the other half of the committee and we had an elderly man that had reached out to us and he had a beautiful huge backyard that he could no longer take care of it was just overgrown um i think he had recently just lost his wife so he was he was struggling it was just too much and so we worked there for a couple days trying to get him you know back to where he could even mow it and he had done like a bunch of landscaping at one time so, but he couldn't keep it up. So we had to move all the rocks and all the stuff so that he can just mow. A lot of bricks. Mm-hmm. A lot of bricks. There was we, another ice pack there. Is what you they, uh, we did two dumpsters, and the first dumpster was two tons. I so. mean, and to think, though, like, how often we as individuals don't even ask for help. Right. So for him to come and, and ask 
UAW Community Service Committee to help. I mean, that's... It was kind of a cute story because we were actually across the street doing our day of caring, which we do every year. And we were painting his neighbor's house or garage. And he just kept like peeking behind cars and <laughs> peeking out the window and peeking out the door. And I kept seeing him. And I was like, God, he's really into us. You know, he's watching us. And so the lady, the owner of the home that we are doing the project for, she said, hey, he's scared to talk to you guys, but he needs some help too. And so we were like, oh, of course. So we walked over there and we knocked on his door and he was like, well, can you help me? And we were like, well, let's see what you got going on. Mm -hmm. So he walked us to his backyard and we were like, oh yeah, you definitely need help. And um, there was one side of his house that was like an add-on that wasn't, had never been painted, he never got to it. And he had siding for the rest of the house. So we ended up painting his house the side that hadn't been and then we did a bunch of yard work but holly i went back to holly and i was like hey can we help this guy out you know and she was like yeah absolutely so she let us go back out and help him so that's very cool yeah, yeah that's awesome and i actually heard the story before so i don't want to sound like i'm but it is so touching it really is if i would have known i could have joined a committee and not because i didn't really commit to a committee until my son was old enough to commit and I want to do education because education knowledge is power and that's where I was passionate about. If I would have understood the community service committee, it would have been something I would have got involved with, with my son. Right. Were you done with your list? Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. good. You get the gist of it. We're <laughs> I was messy. waiting for page two. <laughs> so, and, and a lot of the excellent stories and examples that they're given, they were doing this when we were working like all our weekends it, I mean, you guys understand we, we just got our weekends back. We kind of had a couple weeks off. So they've been really, really go-getting. So I, I'm, I just want to say thank you to the Community <clears throat> Service Committee. Definitely. And yeah. if there's any time you guys do need my help, I'm kind of busy now, too, uh, with podcasts. And we're getting ready to start our classes and stuff. So, But I'm available. So do you just let me know? <laughs> Oh, you can always squeeze a few more hours out of a day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just make sure you get the ice pack ready. <laughs> well, and I, I also wanted to say um, all the other chairs have been reaching out to me, and they're like, if you ever need any help, you know, let us know. Because a lot of, with us not working Saturdays, um, a lot of our members, you know, like to go home. Mm -hmm. So sometimes on like our projects, I still, I still do them, you know, mm -hmm. um, whether we're working or not. And usually lately it's been more, so it is free Saturdays, but we're still, we still have commitment. So, mm -hmm. um, I told them, you know, we have several people on our committee that like to go home. So the people that live here locally end up Doing having to do it. all the Saturdays yeah. because we want to see our members go home and see their families. So yeah. sometimes our people um, that live locally would like a break too. So um, I know uh, the CAP Council has been really, our CAP committee has been very good about helping fill dates. Um, the Civil Rights Committee has reached out to me, told me whatever I need help with, you know, if it's on Saturdays that we don't work or whenever we need help, they'll, you know, Steve Lanier said mm -hmm. they could help the chaplains have helped us so um we are getting support from um the other committees too sounds good 
So we did discuss that you could be a temp, you can be seniority. Also, let's not forget, you can be amalgamated unit. We have all these different unions. If you pay dues and you are a union member, you can join this committee. So get the word out. Yes, because we got what one? We have two. Is there two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is two. We currently have two temporary. That work for uh, MPS. That do a great job. Well, we have two that work for MPS, too. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. is amalgamated. So, okay. Gotcha. Which is awesome. I I mean, I just wish I understood that. When you were a temp? Like the whole time I was a temp. I could have. Yeah, I've had this conversation a couple weeks ago where I was talking to a couple temporary employees. They did not know they could be involved in these committees, they didn't know the resources that were available to them. And I just broke it down and said, well, you're a union paying member, so you can be involved. One guy didn't even, he doesn't even have his union card. He's never been down here to the union hall. So he's new since after strike. Yeah. So a lot of the the members that were on strike kind of got to talk to a lot of people. And I think we forget that it's our job as union members to teach them. Yeah, I actually just helped a guy... Um, I think he's been a temp for, I think, two years. And we were talking about something, and I didn't remember what it was. And he was like, well, how do you know that? And I was like, you know, so I helped him sign up for, like, the alerts. And, mm-hmm. and he had never, like, he didn't even know where the union hall was. See, You know, mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, I'm, like, drawing him a map on a on the back of a manifest. Like, you know, go down. And, you know, I was like, you know, anything, like Socrates, like, you can come down, Erica, or somebody can help you mm-hmm. set it up, you know, get you into whatever. And. I think people forget that when you're a temp, because I'm not, we're not too far removed from that temp no. life. We've only got five years in, and we, it was, it was nerve wracking. Every day you're in a new area, a new department, and you don't know who to talk to. Yeah. You don't know what to say. Half the time you don't talk. You just learn the job and keep your head down, and try not to get fired. And that's what I did. I didn't know anything. I didn't know where the union hall was. Nobody kind of really. Half took the time me I didn't know where the bathroom was in the yeah. area I was working. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a seek and you shall find. <laughs> yeah. Like, where's the microwave? Where's the ice machine? That's all I cared about. So to even yeah. go a step for- further and ask questions and someone go, well, what do you mean you don't know? Yeah. So if you see a Tim, don't be afraid to reach out to him, help him out. And that's the end of my plea for the temps. Yeah. Anyway. Honestly, it's, it's our job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It really is. Yeah. I mean, that's part of keeping our union strong is not to make anyone feel like they're not a part of this team because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're all there, you know, to pay our bills and, and, and make good wages and, you know, work in a great work environment. So Absolutely. Yeah. Be great. great unionists. If you're listening to this podcast and you find this informative, tell your neighbor also. <laughs> no, we want to thank you guys for coming in, though. We really yeah, appreciate you. you taking the time. Thank yeah. you for having us. Yeah, okay, thank girl. you. So I'm really glad community service came in um, because community service does so much. And I see pictures on Facebook, but until you hear everything they're involved with, it's really impacting. So I'm really glad they did come in. On Friday, October 29th, we're going to release a three-part series We did a discussion, like a panel discussion, and it was our first panel discussion. Kind of nerve-wracking, you know, to interview that many people. You know, like, let's break in the podcast crew. Um, On a topic we didn't really know anything about when we first entered the door on day one. 
So on three different days, we interviewed three different panels. Um, the topic was about United Front. So United Front was brought to, um, I don't want to give you all the details. So United Front is a program that Fort Wayne is involved with, with to help with diversity, equality, and inclusion. And it was introduced for people to participate in these classes. You get a lecture from Dr. Lasambi, and then you guys break off in groups. So when you listen to the series, you'll actually hear everyone's take on it. They'll explain it a little bit better because, like I said, we didn't take the course. The course is ongoing. Um, it does end in January of next year. So we'd like to have them on um, to just, you know, catch up with them, see how they like the class. But we'd also like your feedback, too. The UAW and the leadership got involved because Amy Houston is part of Fort Wayne Trails and she's on the executive board and she was taking the class and she was like, wait, this would be really good to get involved with. So people were picked to take the course and we discussed a couple different things and you can see how each person kind of took the information, what they gained, that kind of thing. So look for that to be released on Friday. If you want to know more information about United Front, uh, they have a Facebook page. There You can Google. It's on Fort Wayne. I believe it's fortwayne.org. You can Google United Front uh, Fort Wayne. Um, so that let us know what you good. think. Um, also, just a real quick, reiterate some upcoming events. This Saturday for the Education Committee Trunk or Treat is October 30th from 11 to 2. Uh, RSVP, if you can, I'm sure we're not going to turn you away. 11 to 2 at the hall. Also, we have the... The adult Halloween party. There we go. Um, from 7 to midnight. Admissions $5. Wear a costume. Um, I believe we're going to have a couple different slushies. I know for sure one of them is margarita. Uh, we got Salsa Grill going to be here. Door prizes, costume contests, jello shots, keg beer. Bring out your adults in your costume and have a good time. Other than that, that is all that we have currently. As always, if you're listening to the podcast, let somebody know if there's some more information. Oh, wait, one more thing. I do. We got CBR classes. 101 UAW 101 classes and money management classes uh, all at the hall. So call the hall, sign up. If we get enough people to sign up on your your respective shift, we can hold the class during your actual shift instead of on first shift. So tell everybody. Why don't you give them the number to the hall? Okay, 260-672-2209. Again, you can sign up for a committee, standing committee, get involved. I think that's all I have today. All right. Thanks for listening.